Choose your player. Welcome, everyone, to a follow-up episode (laughs) of Your Nerdy Obsession. This follow-up episode is on Vince's sci-fi-slash-fantasy novel Obsession. With me today... Oh, you hear her. You hear that Uh, angelic voice. With me today is my producer, Rachel Schultz. Hello, my darling Rachel. How are you doing? Hello, my love. I'm... So good to be here with you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Thank you for doing this and jumping in. Um, for those of you who don't know, Rachel and I went to college together. We're very dear friends. We love creative things. We love learning. Um, I had an idea for this. Rachel has a passion for things all creative and honestly, anything that is able to teach people something. Is that fair to say, Rachel? I love that. A passion for for things creative is is very good. I'm very broad, general. Yes, broad. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to hear Rachel probably in the future as well more. Um, but she is going to help me out with this follow up episode. Now, what is a follow up episode? We should tell our listeners oh, um, a follow up episode. We are going to dive into the episode a little bit more specifically if there was anything that we left out, any corrections that we noticed um, in this specific one with Vince. You'll notice that we're going to dive into some of the authors that he touched on that he thought was were dead that weren't. So <laughs> that is what the follow up episode is. Without further ado, well, let's just jump into it. So the first thing, let's go. Uh, So at the beginning, Vince was talking about Old Man Logan, the comic book. um, And Mm -hmm. I did make the comment that it was based off based off of or the movie is based off of that comic book. However, that is incorrect. The movie just inspired or the the comic book just inspired the movie. The storylines and everything are very different um, than what the movie is. However, but the inspiration and it's a good comic if you haven't looked at it or read it. Yeah, I looked it up too. And yeah. I honestly thought that it it was the same thing just based on a few pictures that I saw. So it's good that you made that clarification. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So as we keep going, Vince mentions a couple times this book. Now, this book is called <laughs> Aragon, spelled E-R-A-G-O-N. Rachel, what did you hear? Not to be confused with Aragon. <laughs> which I think is spelled A-R-A-G-O-N from, you know, the famous hot guy from Lord of the Rings. The famous famous hot guy. Viggo Mortensen, oh, hot. No, this is very different. Yeah, very, very different. So for those of you who don't know, Aragon, uh, the book, um, it is a series called The Inheritance Cycle by American author Christopher Palini. Palloweny? Yeah. Palloweny? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, Some interesting facts. He actually started writing this book at age 15. The first draft uh, was written when he was age 15. I thought that was really cool. Um, And then his parents found it and got it published. Um, And then, you know, what they say. Thanks, parents. History. Thanks, parents. (laughs) Um. To let you know a little bit about the book, the book tells a story of a farm boy named Aragon. He finds a mysterious stone in the mountains. The stone is actually a dragon egg. And then some evil people find out about the egg. They want it. And then Aragon and the, oh, the egg hatches. 
and now Aragon <laughs> and the dragon go f- try not to get captured by the evil king. That's my summary wow. of what I looked online. Um, Vince, Vince brought it up because he honestly loves this book series. I've known him for a long time. He brings it up often and the movie ruined him. Like he oh, was no. so excited for it and, it and it is the worst thing. So I do agree that <laughs> it, he would love to remake that movie. I have to say, um, my favorite part of the movie was the song afterwards. It's an Avril Lavigne song. I worked at a movie theater when this movie was in theaters, and I would go and clean a movie theater, and the song would play. So, what Avril Lavigne song is it? Do you remember? Oh God. Um. Oh no, I don't. Oh no, oh, I don't remember fine, how it fine, goes. But <laughs> you have to look it up. It's a good one, and I I kind of remember the the like rhythm in my head, but. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all I remember. Awesome. It's not even part of the movie. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Rachel, what other favorites of Vince's do you want to bring up that we should dive into more? Yeah, so Vince brings up this author, T.C. Southwell. And I, I absolutely love that Vince didn't know the gender of T.C. Southwell. He's like, wow, whoever they are, they write amazing books. And, um, and so it's good that we did some research. And it is a female T.C. Southwell is a female. She was born in Sri Lanka. Um, and she did a lot of exploring when she was little. Um, her family moved around a lot. They traveled through Europe and Africa. And um, after her dad died, they ended up settling in South Africa. So um, cool story, just even the start of her life. <laughs> um, and so she's written over 30 books. 30 fiction novels, if you can believe it. I mean, That's awesome. I even, yeah, I even looked up um, some of the series that she wrote. There's like five different series. I mean, can you imagine even writing one, like what? 12 book series? <laughs> no, there's like, there's five of them. So there's the Queen's Blade series, the Demon Lord series, the Cyber Chronicles, which Vince also talks a loves. lot about, loves it. Um, the Slave Empire, Broken World. So yeah, she was very very busy um that's uh i mean she okay also some of her hobbies um she likes motorcycling yes like, what, a, what a badass <laughs> right? i know right 100 percent. yeah oh horseback riding okay cool and she's a full-time author so yeah. i mean and on this she... international women's day we are recording on yes good call out uh, yeah, good call to, out to say that. <laughs> she um <laughs> and it looks like her books like were published in 2010 2016 um mm-hmm. nothing nothing more recently that i could find at least in my research um but yeah. uh yeah she's got a lot out there so look her up you go girl yes um, another series that Vince brings up next, it's called the Redwell, uh, Redwall, excuse me, book series. Redwall. Do you Redwall. remember Redwall? Okay, no, I don't remember. Redwall. I was wondering if it, if it came around, it, it was huge with, with me and Vince and I are more the same age than you and I are. Really? Um, but it, it was huge. Um, and the, I had the hardcover. The first book was called Redwall. And oh I had the hardcover of it, and you see the the little mice in their in their medieval time stuff and everything like that. It's really cool. Um, I don't remember anything from the book. I don't think I read it. I just think I owned it, and I knew that it was like mice in medieval times. I knew nothing. Wow. <laughs> no. Okay. I don't remember this series. Um, okay. So doing a little bit of research on this, um, it's a series of children's fantasy novels, which by itself is 
cool, I think. Yeah. I mean, for children, so yeah. cool. Um, the writer, uh, the author is British. Um, Brian Jackies. Is, I think it's. Uh, I think that's pronounced Jacques. I mean, duh. Because <laughs> he's British and cool. <laughs> Brian Jacques. Brian Jacques. No, I might name my second kid Jacques now because it's uh, really cool. <sighs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, he had those books published between um, 1986 and 2011. So give you a little time frame there. Amazing. Um. 22 novels and two picture books that he had published. So the final novel, um, The Rogue Crew, it was released in May 2011, and it's almost three months after, <laughs> say the last name again, Jacques. Jacques. <laughs> Jacques' death. Jacques' death, his death was February 5th. So amazing, having something published after, or excuse me, released after your yeah. death. Mm -hmm. Incredible. I didn't know yeah. it was 22. Yeah, yeah Vince, that's a, a, that's a good gateway. Also, if you've never seen these books, like they call them children's books, but they're thick. They're really? a good, they're a good like inch and a half, like thick books. Ooh. Like, yeah, they're no joke. They're no joke when it comes to books. Dang. What that's else? a did... long bedtime story. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that's kind of probably what it was made for, right? Like a, a parents could sit in and just list, like read it to their children. Mm hundred -hmm. percent. Yeah. All right. Well, well, certainly back on on this Aragon, not to be confused we're really with Aragon. We're really good with transitions in this show. I think so. <laughs> I thought you well, were. No, I meant I meant right now. It was a not joke. Me. I <laughs> go on circling back with Aragon. Yes. Um, OK, so um, Vince brings up this character, Hrothgar, which has an H in front of the R. Hrothgar, which is a yes. cool name also. Add it to the name list. Um, he's one of the dwarf kings from Aragon, we think. Um, and Aragon, not to be confused with Aragon again. I have to, <laughs> I have to just remind everybody because I was falling in love even more <laughs> with Aragon. Anyway, um, he is the 42nd dwarf king, and we're talking about Hrothgar here. Um, he's the leader controlling the 13 dwarf clans. Okay, so... He held this position for more than a century, and um, which is, I mean, a long time. You know, a century is a hundred years. So everybody, this is incredible. Hrothgar should have a name that's known by everyone. So I'm glad that I learned something from, you know, if anything, I learned about Hrothgar, and um, you know, he's really made a mark on me. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> so the the thing that Vince brings up in the episode, however, about Rothgar is we played, um, you know, they they had apps or they had those little balls, those like twenty questions, like mm -hmm. those was like electronic twenty questions. We played it with Rothgar, and Vince Vince answered, and it knew it, and he oh lost my. his <gasps> shit about it. It was so perfect. Well, yeah, if you have this obsession like Vince and you're thinking, you know, it's kind of a niche or a niche, however you want to yeah. say it, uh, obsession, like, yeah. that's incredible. Well, it's like what he talks about, right? Like, it's his world. Yeah. It's his mm -hmm. little place that he can go and he has it always going on in their mind. And then a robot calls out this name. Yeah, it would yeah. be fucking crazy. Incredible. <laughs> OK, one of my favorite parts that, um, Michael, you bring up in this podcast and in podcast to continue is how much money people spend on their obsession. And only a small, tiny part of Vince's episode talks about him and his books, how much he spends on a book. So we um, just wanted to kind of make a note of 
the Kindle books, um, a lot of the books range from about $2.99 and $3.99. And um, $3.99 is pretty much the most popular book. So it's very affordable to get these books and listen to them. You know, I mean, I'm not much of a listener. I'm more of a page reader, but to see the pricing of this on well, do Kindle, you so I the mean, Kindle the Kindle is also the swiping, right? So yeah. he's he's not listening. Do you do you like the physical page or do you are you good I, with the virtual? I would be good with virtual, but I have such pride in the library at my house, you know, having big shelves of books. I don't know why that causes a sense of pride to me. It's almost like, look at what I've done or look at what I've read. <laughs> what I've accomplished. <laughs> I promise you, I have read all of these. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, seeing these prices makes me want to have a Kindle. <laughs> Give me a Kindle for <laughs> Save it. some space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I... I mean, I have no transition here. Um, <laughs> trope is the next thing I'm going to talk about. I have no transition. But Michael, I when you asked Vince this question about a trope, I didn't know what that word meant. I didn't, and you you really described it well. You gave it some context, so thank you. I mean, I gave it some context. Like yeah, I don't think I defined it, but yeah, I gave it some context for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. So everybody who's listening who doesn't know what a trope is, and I feel a little bit dumb, but um, Michael, you're amazing. Um, it's a noun, by the way. Um, it's a figurative or metaphorical use of a word or expression, um, like a motif. Nice. Which is a beautiful way to describe that. Um, but that's all I have to say is that I didn't know it. What a trope was, and I've learned so much That's from good. all of these episodes. Tropes, uh, it, it, tropes, I find in streaming so annoying when when you get into like a rhythm of like a streaming television show, and they just keep mm -hmm. doing the same yeah. trope of like, oh, the lovers fall in love, the lovers break up, the lovers fall in love, the lover. Like it's just, it's just annoying. Like, yeah. like I get it, but mix it up. The more you know, yeah, right? you learned what a trope is now. I learned a lot. Thank you. <laughs> um, speaking <laughs> of definitions, uh, we do talk a little bit about, uh, well, we talk the whole episode about fantasy and sci-fi novels. So to define those, um, what a fantasy novel is characterized by is imagery and unrealistic elements. Fantasy typically involves supernatural powers like magic and magical creatures. Fantasy stories often contain elements of medievalism, such as castle mm. knights, kings, magical swords, and references to agent spells. Yes, I read that because I think it's a beautiful definition and it needed to oh, be said. It's gorgeous. <laughs> How could you say it any other way? Yes. Um, so that's fantasy. And then sci-fi um, is science fiction is a genre of speculative fiction that contains imagined elements that don't exist in the real world. Science fiction spans a wide range of themes and often explores time travel, space travel, and are set in the future and deal with the consequences of technological and scientific advances. Mm. It was pretty spot on to what, what we said too in the podcast about what it is and yes, and everything. Yep. Agreed. Uh, and now I'm, I'm realizing now I, I thought I was a big fan of science fiction and now I'm trying to think of some examples and I, I don't know that I have any, you well, know, with these definitions, too. Um, and I, we bring it up in the in the episode is technically speaking, then like his, if his cyber chronicles where the guy who is a, cy a cybernetic goes into medieval times is technically 
sci-fi. There's no fantasy involved yeah. in it, right? Because by this, it's a time traveling aspect of it. Um, yeah, um, versus like, like Outlander, I guess. Outlander. Outlander, what is? Never... I but what is that though? But that's a great thing to bring up. Is that technically yeah. sci-fi? Because there's only one technic technically there's only one aspect of that that is science fiction. That's time travel. The time travel, right? Yeah, I, I mean, there's everything there's else like about it. Creature. Yeah, everything else about it is not magic. Yeah. So that's mm. super interesting. I wonder if there's this like yes. in between range, this in between kind of uh, mm -hmm. genre. Mm -hmm. uh, um, oh, something Vince brought up to um, or wanted to know was the bounties in Monster Hunter International. Um, so first things first, the book is called Monster Hunter. International is a singular book in the series. So you'll see Monster oh. Hunter International, Monster Hunter this, Monster Hunter that as you search for it. Okay. Uh, the bounties have research points attached to them, but also numerical points that I could find. Um, but they range from the points range from like 200 to 2,500 re research points and money ranged from 25 to $5,000 per thing. And then they also wow. had within those, they had like specials, um, which they didn't give dollar amounts, but I'm assuming like, like one of them was uh, like an elder, like, oh, that they're impossible to catch, I'm assuming. So it's a special whatever, you know what I mean? Um, so mm -hmm. those were the bounties. Uh, but book, super interesting. Love a good uh, world world dive, right? Like, give me a whole yes. brand new world of something. I love that. Um. We also bring up Super Geezer, um, and I didn't talk about the author. Um, Vince asks about it. The author of Super Geezer, if you remember, he's that 70-some-year-old guy who gets yes. struck oh, yeah. by something and gets and gets powers. Um, that is by T. Jackson King. Incredible uh, idea. Right? I would love that. Like if I turned yes. if I turned 70 and all of a sudden was the super the super powered hero that I wanted all my life, I right? would be in heaven. Right. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> Yeah, that was fun. Fun to look up. Um, we got two more. Um, Odin's crow's names we bring up. Um, Odin's crow's names are Hugen and Munin. Hugen, <laughs> Hugenin is uh, means thought and Munin means memory. Um, they're the ones that fly around Odin all the time. Um, and the last point that I wanted to research here is Vince brings up something called an echo blade <sighs> an echo blade is not real no. How, however rachel when i was doing my research there are blades the way that vince described the echo blade was it was just a blade that vibrated right quickly mm -hmm. and and did they do make blades that vibrate at such a high frequency they will destroy things in their really? path yes <gasps> so technically speaking the echo blade does exist Oh my uh, god! Music to my ears. I want one. <laughs> when he when he described that, I was like, "Holy shit! I need that right now." I, yes. I don't know why. I don't like kill people, obviously, but you know, it just sounds like a cool thing to have. <laughs> just the fun. Well, Rachel, thank you for this quick little jaunt follow up that we uh, that we have here. Please. Um, it was I such a, so much fun. Thank you for having me. I hope to be back, and you're, you're the best. I love you. Well, thank you. And we'll keep bringing our lovely listeners more awesome contact to let you guys know for future episodes. A little sneak peek here. We uh, will be doing Pokemon. Uh, we will be doing the TV show Midsummer Murders. And uh, next week, 
we will be dropping the episode for figure skating. And let me tell good. you what, it's, so good. it's a good episode. Um, so get excited to listen to that. Um, also, um, if you do like this, ep- if you do like the show um, and you want us to continue it and want to tell us how great we're doing or have some ideas yourself and you want to share, rate and review this. Um, follow us on all the streaming platforms that you follow podcasts on. Um, let us know what you think. Also, you can find us on all socials on your nerdy O. Um, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, your nerdy O. Instagram right now is probably your best bet to get anything out of us, but we Hell got yeah. them. We got them right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I have. Oh, also remember, uh, you go to your libraries, check out books. Like that's what they're there for, right? Like the whole point of what I wanted to do with this podcast is to teach people things they don't know, and libraries are where that starts. Libraries. I keep saying libraries. Library. Library. <laughs> library expand your knowledge at the library it's <laughs> a great idea do it <laughs> love it well rachel any last words any final thoughts uh live long and prosper That's <laughs> what <I have> to <laughs> say. beautiful well thank you all for listening and next week like i said we'll talk about figure skating bye bye <laughs> Avengers Assemble. Avengers Assemble.